Police in Las Vegas found themselves in the middle of a UFO mystery last month after an... Big eyes, they have big eyes. to another episode of the Mythical Legends podcast. Now, today we have um, a new um, story and a new name that has not uh, not come to light to me before. But before we get into our amazing guests, uh, we have um, our co-host. So, today's co-host is my dad, Craig Barnett. So I'm going to bring him on. Hi, I'm Craig. Back. Hi. <laughs> I'm back. Yay! It's been ages since I've done one of these. I would like to say to everyone, I'm only doing this as a favour to Daniel because he did actually tidy his room. Some of the people on the uh, the chat will know what that's about. But yeah, I, I, have, I haven't been on one of these for ages. It's, um, you've got more chance of getting Bigfoot on one of these than me sometimes, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and I will totally agree with that. So... Um, we are. I'm. I'm. I'm very, very interested about uh, today's story. We got. Um, we mm. got um, probably a story that I've never heard before. Um, anything you'd like to say before um, we bring our guest on? No. I mean, this is one of the reasons I want to come on this on onto this one uh, particularly is because you know it's something that's uh, kind of brand new and and it's not the wording that we've heard before when it's describing the uh, the encounter. It's someone that um, we haven't heard of uh, a lot. And obviously, it's, it's in this country as well, which is obviously, mm. you know, totally fascinating for us. Yeah. Yeah, amazing. So, um, I'm telling you a little bit about our guest. So, he has a very, very interesting story um, of something called the Brig Bogman. Now, um, I, I myself ha- haven't really heard of that name, but it's like a wild man when we call it here in the UK. So, um, I'm going to bring on today's guest, and we're going to have a great chat. So, without further ado, I'm bring on Steve Dinsdale. Hi, Steve. How are you? Hi, guys. I'm very well. How are you? All right, Steve. We are very, very well. Good. Yeah, good to be here. Thank you for uh, thank you for uh, yeah hearing my story. You're welcome. Um, so where are you based? I'm based in Lincolnshire. Um, we're based in a little village called East Butterwick, which is basically in between Scunthorpe and Doncaster. Oh, amazing! So you're um, you're here in the UK where we are as well. Yeah, amazing. absolutely. Um, so let's jump straight in. And could you tell us about your sighting of the Brig Bogman? Yeah, I mean, like I've said to you before, it's not something that I was actually forthright with and, and telling people about until probably last year i mean even my wife didn't know until last year but doing my research and finding that more and more people in the area especially where i had my my sighting had seen basically the exact same thing as what i had 
you know, it's it happened way back in, in 1994, August, August the 17th, 1994. Um, I was a mobile DJ at the time. We were working out at uh, a place called Hibblestone, which is um, it's quite near Brig in Lincolnshire. And say, like I said before, it was it was a great night. Hibble, Hibblestone was always one of the places to do because it was you know it was a village that had a disco probably once a month so everybody came out and made it a really really good night so it was always one to look forward to and there was obviously nothing out of the ordinary on, on the night we we packed up the gear about 12 o'clock said our goodbyes and I, I headed off in my car my friend um who had the gear he um he disappeared in, in the van so yeah it was just, it was a standard night the plan was always to, to leave go home and have something to eat, maybe watch half hour Italian and go to bed. Um, but as soon as I left um, Hibblestone, and the, the road from Hibblestone goes to a place called Scorby, and there's a there's a cement work at Scorby, and there's like a, a a bridge, and I remember quite vividly to this day that I came over the bridge and literally about twenty seconds later. I saw something in the road. Now, the first instinct, obviously, at like ten past twelve on a on a Sunday morning, was obviously someone's had an accident. So, got a little bit closer, and, and what I saw is something that today I can I can picture it now, and it's something that obviously will stay with me to the grave. It's there, there was a person, a wild man a bog man whatever i want to call it in my headlights um covered in fur bent down in the middle of the road it was picking something up so i'm gathering it was maybe something that had been run over um on the road as soon as my headlights hit it it picked it up whatever was on the road and went from left to right now, the movement, I would say, to this day, wasn't what I would say a human was. It was very, very fluid in, in its moments, in, in its movements, and, and very, very not stiff. It, it, was, it was like a fluid, fluid movement. It went left to right and disappeared down into... I'm gathering that there was like a little dip as you head into, into, the, um, into the undergrowth. Um, it would definitely, definitely wasn't, you know, eight or nine feet tall. Definitely not. I'm probably saying a push, it was maybe six and a half, seven foot tops, but it was just the bulk. I've always described the bulk as a weightlifter or a bodybuilder. It was massive, as I mean, massive thighs, massive shoulders, and massive, you know, biceps and, and tops of the arm but also covered in matted fur and, and straw. Now, as I went past it, obviously looking in the right-hand side of my car, it was disappearing into the into the undergrowth. And I know that the, the undergrowth like dipped probably two or three feet, and it disappeared into there because the head and shoulders went down. But as I went past it, obviously my brake lights were, were on. 
because I'd obviously slowed down from probably 40, 50 miles an hour to 15, 20. And I caught what was the side of the left hand side of this thing's face. And it kind of looked, looked back. And what I would 100% describe the face wasn't the face of a standard human. It was, we, we say, a Neanderthal face where, where the nose and, and mouth, there's, a, there's a, a bigger gap. But it was, like I say, it, it was the bulk. But the face had a like a gleam and a shine to it. I couldn't see any ears, but I could see the, the, the matted fur or hair on the body. Like I say, it was, it was matted with like straw and grass. So maybe it had been obviously sleeping at, at the time. Um, with it being the middle of summer, it was very, very warm. So the window was down in my car. And I remember that the sound was was like a whoop, 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 whoop sound as it, as it disappeared. Wow. Um, but like I say, as, as soon as it, I went past it, I could see the side of the face and, and the fur. And for me, that, that was it. I, I was out of there. I'd gone. That, I'd had, you know, and you go home. And on the way home, you're thinking, you know, is, is it someone taking, taking the mickeys? Is it someone, I don't know, like <laughs> in fancy dressing, you're trying to get all these these things together. And I lived at my mum and dad's at the time. And luckily, when I, when I got home about half past 12, they, they were in bed. And just laid there and thought, what the hell have I have actually seen? And I was 24 at the time, so a young man, you know. And I'm I'm 53 now, and it took me until last year to actually start talking about what I've seen, because so many other people have have seen it as well. If you look at the reports, you know the A15, which is probably two or three minutes away from where I saw what I saw. People have seen the exact same thing on the A15, so there's, there's definitely something that I can't describe, and what other people can't describe there. And I've been there; I've been back there a few times over the past year to the exact spot, and I'm still saying to this day, guys, that there's something that's making its way through there. And I believe that whatever's there can live off the land live off the animals because Lincolnshire's it's ripe you know with, with stuff that you know people can eat so that's that's exactly what I saw I mean I I don't know what it was but I know that it was I've always described it as a living breathing creature because it was it it made a noise it moved the face wasn't the face of, of, of a human so wow. make of make of it obviously what you will what what people will but you know um a sane person you know <laughs> you know married i've got two kids five grandkids um i don't want to be famous i don't want to be anything like that but if people can resonate with what i have seen if there's something similar then please you know speak to dan and, and just come forward because Things are out there that are, that we can't describe or begin mm. to describe. Yeah, and and I will say that 
there there was clearly a lot of emotion in that story um yeah. and i could tell by voice now as uh, as someone who i have been out in the forest and i I haven't witnessed it first sight, but when yeah. you come across something that you don't know, that can be shocking, and it can yeah. be. And I, I feel that that it's like I came, I came across an 18-inch footprint, and even that kind of shocks yeah. me. And and when you aren't expecting it, it's even worse. Yeah. And I think I think that's something to kind of remember is that there is something out there. Now I don't know what it is, but there is something out there. Yeah, and, absolutely. Yeah, and I can. So, sorry, yeah. Steve. I was just I, I've just been having some really bad audio problems, so I do I do apologise with me kind of dipping in and out there is it, you know something's happened. I had to go out to come back in but a fascinating story so when you said that you were like out of there at the end there what's your mm. thought, what's your thought process what, what what do you how do you even start to begin to um you know, thought process out? was do do I get out of the car and do I follow what I've seen mm. that that was the first thing the other thought process is Whatever, whatever it was, I have never, never, ever, at the time, seen anything like it before. Now, whether whether that thing is gonna hurt me, I don't know, but it was obviously on a mission because it was picking something up from the road. So, would I want to get in between that? You know, the size, height-wise, isn't an issue. It it was the bulk. Because I, I still think to this day that if I'd have, without swearing, upset it, him or whatever in any way, it'd have done a job on me. So for, for me, it was get out, get out of there, and just just go yeah. home and just try and try and comprehend, you know, what I've just seen. And with the with the way that it looked. I mean, obviously, with the the amount of um, kind of diff, different ways that people have put across that you know these things have looked, whether it be Bigfoot, whether it be whatever, have you ever found anything close online or any sort of pictures that have been quite close to what you saw? Yeah, there's, there's a couple of sketches that um, I've done previously, which are actually online because um, I've been speaking to Deborah, Deborah Hatswell at BBR okay, yeah. Research. And obviously had a had a chat with her last year as well. Um, she's been absolutely fantastic, and she's been the one that's actually pushed pushed forward for me to actually speak to people about it. Because other people, I'm at the stage I think now where I've accepted what I've seen, although I'm not 100 percent sure what I've seen. But if anybody has witnessed what I witnessed, then if I can help them. You know, if anybody wants to get in touch with you guys and you guys put them in touch with me, I'm, I'm quite happy to, you know, to help them as well. You know, try and grasp and, and, what they've seen. And, and Steve, I can already say I've had someone contact me in need of um, of people to speak to about Bigfoot. So I'm going to be yeah, putting please. you in contact. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and Daniel runs a, Daniel runs a, a, a group 
Uh, Dan, you're going to have to remind me of the name of it. Your team. So it's called the UK BRT, so UK Bigfoot Research Team. Yeah. And he's got some some amazing researchers and amazing people together to be able to to help people in a, in the same way that you were just saying. Um, and I mean, the cases are coming in kind of thick and fast at the moment, which is which is amazing. Yeah. Um, but but the so, so you the sketches that you did, or were those sketches that you did, or was it sketches that someone else did for you, or was it I've, someone? I've done some sketches myself, but okay. also I've, I've taken some online. Um, to be fair, they weren't American ones. They were actually the sketches that I've kind of like screenshotted online were from the UK. Oh, okay. So once, once we finish this chat, I can ping those over to you as yeah, well. Yeah, that'd be amazing. Yeah. yeah that'd yeah, be so, really, really good. So it, it, it's a really, really interesting world out there. Out there and, and myself, I, I've done a decent amount on beer on bigfoot and i know that there is hundreds of years more of work that is out there but yeah we everyone still needs to remember that if this creature is seven eight feet tall it can rip it can rip you apart like a piece of paper yeah now that's that that's what you still got to think about is that these creatures are still animals and they are still in my opinion, they are flesh and blood primate creatures, as far as I know at the moment. Yeah. Now, other people think they're paranormal, and I'm a, and I'm open mind to it, but I'm still sticking with flesh and blood at the moment. Yeah. Now, me and my team, we've come across bones before. We found about 50 bones in one pit. Now that's scary when you see that. Yeah. And I think when you start to link all this together it could possibly kind of come out with something um and i think that's the interesting thing about it yeah absolutely yeah steve Steve, i mean obviously you said you gained some support you know you you reached out to some people which is fantastic which has given you the bit of you know um I say you, you don't really need justification to be able to do it but but now that now that you've come through that how are you finding it are, are, you know are people kind of receptive to it or you know think about to be, friends to be fair yes yeah, yeah absolutely um I've been back to the location quite a few times um mm. over, the, over the past year and like I say I've I've taken a couple of people with me you know, who's interested in the field, you know, just lo- local people and mm. people who I've, uh, I've spoken to. And they're re- receptive to, you know, what my, my story is, really. Mm. I mean, like I say, it's no sane person, you know, for any kind of gain would, would make up something like that. I mean, yeah. what I, I saw, I mean, I can, I can still see myself in my, my little Nova car in, in 1994, <laughs> you know, seeing this this thing move across yeah. across across the the wind you know the windscreen but when i look back you know and a bit obviously on, on google and stuff like that the amount of people who've seen you know things on, on the a15 and you know i i had the second experience in 2019 um at scorby wow. cemetery which is literally two minutes away from where i actually yeah, I had my experience in 1994. So yeah. th- there's definitely something, you know, yeah. in the area that's using, you know, the. If you um, 
Sorry, Steve. If you just remind me where where you're from again. Well, I live in East Butterwick, um, but this obviously happened um, in Brig and Scorby. So mm. I have um, a team member that is close to where you are, and I reckon if I told them about it, they might they might be yeah. very, very interested. That's have... what it's about, isn't it? Reaching out and, and, and helping each other yeah. out and, and, and getting, that, getting that message out there, isn't it? It is. Yeah, absolutely. Can I just break off now and just yeah. thought out that be back? So, Steve, could you tell us um, a little bit about your second encounter you had? Yeah, this was actually in um, August 2019. Um, it was August bank holiday weekend. It was the Monday. Uh, once again, very very warm. Same same time of year, obviously, as um, what I witnessed in 1994. And as you head down um, through Scorby in Lincolnshire, um, as you're heading towards the road where I had my first experience, is a um, Scorby Cemetery on the left hand side, and this was literally 7:15 in the morning. Like I say, it was a bank holiday Monday. There was literally no traffic around. Uh, very, very warm again. And this time on the left-hand side, what I saw, or I think I saw, was a figure, a very, very dark, and I'm going to say that this was tall, um, maybe eight eight or nine foot in the, in the cemetery. And it was moving up, as I was coming down the road, it was coming up um, in the cemetery. So I'm like, this really, you might go back and you think it's, this This really can't be happening again. Um, so it's walking up through, through the cemetery and there's like a big brick building in the, in the middle of the cemetery. And this thing went behind the building as I was, and I'm driving down, I'm like, right, okay. So I stopped the car, got out, and it was, I'm going to say, guys, it was, it was deathly quiet. You know, usually August, August time, you know, you're going to get birds chirping and flying. There was none of that. And I know it maybe sounds like a little bit of a cliche, but as soon as I got out of the car, all I could hear was, was the engine and my my radio so turn the radio off i remember getting out of the car shutting the door but not so that it clicked i remember shutting it and leaving it probably a good five or six inches open now this building is literally 30 40 foot away from from me and i'm getting out of the car put my hand on the bonnet and i waited I thought, if this thing has gone behind this building, it's going to come out the other side. Yeah. <laughs> well, it didn't. And I waited and waited, probably 30, 40 seconds. Now, once again, your mind races, and mm. do, I, do I go in there or, or what? So I thought, no. Nah. I got back in the car, but as, as I looked and drove away, you know, it's, it's not the ideal thing to do, but I'm kind of like looking everywhere, you know, to see if this thing was still there. And I, I couldn't see, I couldn't see behind the, the building. So whether it had seen me and gone behind the building and, and 
was staying there, you know, which is a logical <laughs> explanation. Um, anything else, I'm not sure, but it definitely went one side of the building and didn't come out the other side. But it wasn't dark, you know, it, it was bright sunshine, it, it was very, very warm, very, very hot. And yeah, that was it, but it, it was much bigger than what I witnessed in 1994, which takes me back to a witness who um, was interviewed, I think, last year um, in another group that they saw a figure eight or nine foot just off the A15, which was is literally two or three minutes away from where I've had my experiences. Wow. So, and, and, and I will say, where these creatures, I, I, I've never heard of a case where they've been scared of 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 the person. Now, yeah. an, an eight feet tall creature in front of a human that is less likely the same size as it, mm. you go kind of right. So, now I, I, I'm not, again, I'm not the biggest fan on the paranormal side, but a lot of people have witnessed it disappearing in front of their eyes. Mm. Now, I... But also, I think that if you, you know, I totally get what you're saying, Daniel, um, but... If we take if we take a, a very very ferocious dog, or a very very ferocious bear, you know, a lot of the time, and I'm not I'm not an expert in this, but a lot of the time they attack out of kind of uh, the scare, you know, being scared, don't they? That you know, it's, it's being that uncertain. Now the thing is, if Steve if Steve kept well back, he could be, you know, whatever this creature is, could be intimidated because it doesn't he doesn't know his size, does he? You know, if you think about the animal kingdom mm. and, and the littlest, yeah. you know, the littlest, you know, uh, animal can kill the biggest animal, depending on what it is. So it could be coming back. But imagine if Steve had walked forward or gone around the side of the building to try and have a look, then it would attack because the fact it's been it's been into a corner, isn't it? So there's mm. there's lots of different w ways we can we can look at that. Just because they're big, it doesn't mean that they're not. Yeah. Scared, yeah. You know, um, that's true. So that's that's a that's a very you know. A, a str I think it's the more the daylight thing, and yeah. you know, it's hot, hot again. You know, what is it about the heat that's 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 bringing them out? And and daylight. I mean, I'm trying to picture myself, Steve. That, so you got the building. What's yeah. be what's behind the building? So if if you did follow him round or it round, yeah. what would be there? Um, there's literally, I think, behind the building. There's probably another 20, 30 foot of just grass. And then okay. there's just trees. It, it looks like the... So it's on the edge of like, is it on the edge like of, of a, like a forest or edge of a park? No, there's it's, it's basically flat fields around the cemetery. But around the cemetery, obviously the, the one side is the road and the other three sides, the two smaller sides and the back side is basically mm. trees. Right. But, you know, there's, there is... And uh, there's this this Twigmore Woods. Um, there's the woods up at Barnaby Top. There's so many woods that are near it. You know, there's there's a lot of high trees as well, which are good vantage points as well. Because I've kind of looked into this over, over the past year. I'm sure you yeah, have. I wouldn't be able to think yeah. of anything else. Yeah. To be honest, you mate. <laughs> but I think as well, what, what I've kind of like noticed is a lot of people seem to focus on the ground, and I've said it before. 
which is great, obviously, for your footprints and your bones and stuff like that. But what's going on up, up there? You know, in, in trees and stuff like that. You know, do we need to concentrate when we go out more looking up rather than looking down? You are, and you are 110% right there, Steve, because I, I've been given that info myself. Now, it, it's... But one thing that really interests me is there's been a few cases and it's actually only here in the UK where you've had people see and swear to God that they've seen what they've seen. Now, there's not a, a lot of forest around here. Mm-hmm. Now, I, sp- I spoke to some of the big scientists in Bigfoot and they've said, well, why has no, no one considered do they need a lot of forests to live? If they live in singles, do they need that much of forest to kind of live? Now, judged on other people's research and my research and and obviously other people's encounters, um, it suggests that they don't. Now, obviously, we look at America and go, well, look at how the vastness in, in America... Um, you go, well, there's obviously something in there because you've got just millions of miles of forest. Yeah. Now, now, what's to say that we have maybe a pack of Bigfoot or Wildman or whatever you want to you call them here in the UK spread it about and like salmon and like all yeah. fish, animals... They go together to mate. They have a place where where they return to each year. Who who says that Bigfoot's not doing that? Who exactly. says that these yeah. that these creatures aren't? Now, go on. No, I was just to say it'd be it'd be really interesting the next time you interview Dr. Jeffrey Meldrum to kind of put that to him. You know, mm. and, 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 you know, you, you've done a couple of interviews with him, Daniel, and they've been fascinating. But it's like, so now, now it's like we want to gain everyone's you know, uh, you know, encounters, opinions, and like, like yourself, Steve. And it's like we want to go back to him now and go now. Explain this. <laughs> you know, <laughs> what do you think yeah. about this? What you know, tell, tell us what your thoughts are because your story is very different. I feel to a lot of the other stories yep. we've heard, and that's fascinating because the fact that it gives a new light to it. So I'm really pleased that you're kind of at that point where you're able to talk about it and and, and, and yeah. spread, you know, and, and and talk about you know because we're learning more and more things every day, aren't we? And, yeah. Oh, absolutely yeah. and 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 to have you know oh my god i would i would have i would have oh, i can't swear can i um i would i would i would be so scared if i was in that situation um and it's obviously for you life-changing isn't it it was yeah i mean to keep it quiet i mean i quite literally met my wife three weeks after i had my first encounter in 1994 you right. know she she never heard about it until last year until actually oh okay you know, you know it was you know and she's been really good and obviously you know she's my wife you know she's she's mm. she's my partner and i'm not gonna lie to her you know no, and, no, I know and, you mean, yeah. and, vice, and vice versa and you know if, if yeah. she thought that i was making it up um yeah. the woman that she is she would loving tell me that steve not being a bloody idiot <laughs> Well, you know, and, I think and, she knows, you know, 
you, you know your, your your partners over the years yeah. and yeah. You, know, you know how you are and she knows what i what i witnessed and how it kind of like changed my perception of you know life and who you know what 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 else is out there and this this, this is the, the thing with uh daniel's event he did recently uh, down here, like a he did like a UK convention, and yeah. had a lot of uh, people down, and it was you know at one point I just stood stood there going, we've given or Daniel has given these people a place to talk, yeah. and it was really nice to see people meet each other for the first time, but they've got one similar kind of encounter or one similar you know things to talk about that that's always been a bit taboo. There's yeah. always been a bit kind of like well, you can't say that. Now the thing is you know like I said, the amount of people that, that Daniel has interviewed from, you know, world-renowned scientists to to plumbers and builders, you know, the one thing that, that, that kind of, every that keeps everyone going is they've got a story. Yeah. And the, these stories are getting more and more and more and it's incredible actually how many people have had an encounter. Yeah. I mean, what, what gain is it? What gain is it for no. me, you know, to, to say <laughs> this? You know, yeah, and if you think yeah. if you if you think how you felt for all those years to the point that you wouldn't even want to tell her, think how many people there are out there at the moment that've had encounters yeah. but, but but aren't saying anything. Yeah, absolutely. And, and that is my priority goal. Now, we, me as a team, and and, and me myself is the more people we can get on this case the more people that will bring in the encounters the more evidence we're going to have which yeah. means uh will it will lead to the final answer now i'm on a certain case that is actually came through to me last night that is pot possibly groundbreaking now she didn't tell anyone for 20 years <laughs> but when she when she heard about what i was doing she messaged me immediately and went right i found this now yeah. It's stuff that that you just go and even myself. I've tried to debunk my own work because I, I, and I don't know if you're aware of the eDNA that I found. Um, I've heard it. Yeah, I looked obviously on your uh, on your page and heard about yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Say so, to find old world monkey and great ape DNA here in the UK mm. is astounding. But not and... everyone's going to believe that, though, Daniel, are they? You know, the, the, this is yeah. the thing. Even yeah. though within, within, you know, within the community that you're in, you know, and the people that you're talking to, there's still going to be... There's so many opinions, and that's why it's yeah. really good to stay in the middle and go, let's get some opinions from people. Let's hear their story. Let's get that information yeah. out there. Because there might be someone who, uh, for example, might say, well, there's no such thing as a Bigfoot in the UK, but then there might be someone who's had a very, very similar experience to Steve. It mm. might be yeah. that someone actually was on the other end of that those trees and saw the exactly same thing on exactly the same yeah. day. We don't know. Yeah. You know, yeah. Steve's, Steve's done a drawing that possibly could be groundbreaking or have an experience that's groundbreaking because it might be the first time this this type of species of Bigfoot mm. or whatever we're going to say it is. Yeah. It might and be the first comes up, And that comes up a lot. And I've actually started to think about it more. And it's like with Steve's encounter, it's it's different to the rest. Now, I, I think of Bigfoot as like human. Mm. We have different colours of, of, of human. So... 
we've we found different color hats yeah of of bigfoot so i go who who's to say that we don't have different types of bigfoot like like you saw maybe exactly. there's two yeah. different types in the uk who knows it's it and it's something that people like yourself steve that that do need to come forward and say the stuff because it's the people that is that are gonna know and hopefully yeah. the more people do the better the evidence yeah. is gonna come i hope 100 percent agree yeah so is that the two that's 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 the two encounters that you've had then you haven't had no, anything else that's that yeah no yeah. not nothing else i mean like i say i've been back quite a few times over the past year asking it and um i've got out of my car and, and had a look but i 100 percent still believe it's been used where where i first had the experience yeah. in 1994 because there's everything there there's obviously there's there's the dip there's the there's the river you know there's there's berries there's everything that you know a forager mm. you know w- would need to survive you know it's there's the river trent flows down and there's a the river ooze which like flows from like scorby to brig um and down to the you know to the um uh, up that Twigmore Woods, where people have experienced as well. So, wherever the river is, there seems to be a lot of people who's had sightings as well. So, so I know you say you go you go back, but do you, do you go back researching? Do you actually have you have you have you looked for actual footprints? Have you looked for? I've looked. I've you... looked for footprints, but never actually seen footprints. I mean, mm. you know, I'm a rank amateur. You know, I, I saw what I saw, and I, I've gone back. Yeah. You know, and, and have a look, but like I say, you know, it's it's not about looking at the ground. It's it's looking looking oh, up yeah. as well, and then, and there's, yeah. there's, every, there's there's everything there that you know a person could could use. You, you know, not not just a human, but an animal. And I think wow. that the par- the paranormal thing. I mean, I've watched yeah expedition Bigfoot and stuff like that, and this cloaking and stuff like that. I I don't believe that. What what I saw had muscle. You know, I I don't believe that it, it could cloak and disappear because it had muscle definition. It had different coloured fur. The fur moved. The muscles moved. Every, everything that I saw. You know, if I if I, if, if there was a six six and a half foot man in front of me with no clothes on. You know, and he moved. I would say, he's he looks like that. You know, the mu- the muscles wow. and everything. I I know that this mm. wasn't a an hallucination. It wasn't anything paranormal. This made a sound. It made a noise. It made a noise when it moved. It made a noise when it disappeared into the undergrowth. So you know, hand on heart, I I know that mm. this isn't any kind of paranormal. When you talk thing. about yeah, when you talk about muscle muscles and definition mm. and stuff like that, it kind of goes back to the Patterson Gimlin tape. Now I'm yeah. sure because Patterson Gimlin is Daniel's favourite subject, he's probably got a question for you on Patterson Gimlin. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll do now. Is it, Steve? What is your opinion on the Patterson Gimlin film? I think it is 100% not human. I think it is 100% a a Bigfoot. It it yeah, cannot right. be faked. It cannot be faked. I mean, 
look at the work that people like MK Davis and Thinker Funk has done on 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 the film, and you know MK Davis has done so much work that I think it's an obsession for him. <laughs> but but look yeah. at you know the the little things that are still being found, you know, fifty years on, you know the muscles move. You know that I think I think Patty does have have something probably in in her left hand as well, but like we say, you know, you know, Bill Munns, you know, the makeup artist, he's done so much work on it as well, trying to replicate a kind of suit in two thousand and fourteen, two thousand and fifteen, that can't be replicated. This was this was nineteen sixty seven. You know, and I, I, I've. I've spoken to Bill about it, and his thing... Did you interview him, Daniel? Did you do a podcast interview? Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, Um, and what he says was exactly what what you just said, Steve. And there's three points that I always bring up that, that gets me, is the foot, the way that the foot moves. Yeah. uh, Number two is the back. Where where we got that black spot on the back? Yeah. And number three is back in those times. If it was a costume, they would make it as a big muscle man, and they wouldn't mm. do it as a female and put breasts on that costume. <laughs> exactly. Y- you wouldn't. So. Yeah, it doesn't seem as frightening, does it? It doesn't seem as frightening if it's if it's if it if it's that. But when but, but like you were talking about the muscle side of it, and like Steve's Steve's encounter, yeah. how do you how back in those days, how do you um, even in film industries now they can't get that right? Yeah. You know, how yeah, so. do you make it look that realistic when it comes to you can see the muscle movement? And like you said, your your encounter, Steve. That's one of the first things you came up with. It's a muscle. Yeah. It's I can yeah. see. I can see this moving now. See. We could. It would cost you so much in money and time to be able to yeah. produce that now, let alone mm-hmm. you know uh, in the sixties. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 yeah it, it's it, it's still a fascinating piece of film, and I think it's got more to give. You know, with the more enhancements and the more technology moves on, 100%, I think people, probably in 100 years' time, you know, if if it hasn't been found then, then people are going to get more and more from the film. You know, if people keep doing the research and the enhancements that can be done. Mm-hmm. And I very, very much hope, and I'm looking at you, Dad, while I say this, that I get to bluff Greek it at one point and we and i get and i get to that point of of where there you go um and and yeah because it's such a big mystery and myself i don't know if i want to kind of prove if this creature's real i don't know because the reason why is because as humans we are we are Destroying. Yeah, we scum. Yeah. Human humans we are scum. I've, I've, I've said are, that. Yeah, the way. It. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I don't know if 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 we should just leave these creatures alone, and mm. whether we should just let let them live. Now, I so know without putting them into politics. 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's so many, so many people trying to do good work. That, like I say, the, these, these, I, I call them scum, and you know, the, like ripping down the rainforests and stuff like that. You know, does that really need to be done? No, it doesn't. You know, it doesn't. You know, you, you're destroying not only people's habitats, you, you know, the all the animals that are, that are dying as well. You know, it's not right. You know, and all these these climate summits that they're doing. Yeah, you know, how much damage are these climate summits doing when you know they're all flying in on these private jets? You know, come on. You know, without okay. without without you know without going off on a tangent. You know, it, it's people like like you guys. You know, and, and Deb Hatswell and, and, and you know Meldrum and people like that who want you know the outcome. You know, like like you say, would you want to? know that these these things actually exist well i know what i saw i i say yes 100 these 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 things do exist but do you think do you think that governments either have them or have had them yeah i i i agree with that steve because the the government i in my opinion know more than we do and there's been proof to kind yeah. of say and what what the go- what the government can't control they will hide from from everyone yeah and i think i think that's what other people think that the that the government are fine and they're not doing anything in my opinion yeah what? and i think in loads of other people people's opinions if i can ask you you a question as well what do you think of these programs like expedition bigfoot so now it's hot it, I, I... right can i can i can i can i can <laughs> you, i intercept you, 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 is that okay you can answer that question yeah so steve I, i'm 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 not involved and I, i've always been very open to any interviews that daniel does and anyone that daniel yeah. meets um i'm not in this world Okay, I'm not. I, I've never been interested. I've never been involved. But listening to people's stories has been amazing. And mm. there is def- And I believe in people. And I believe in uh, everyone having a voice and everyone having an experience, which is fantastic. Dan, I used to wind Daniel up quite a lot when it came to expedition. <laughs> All right. So, oh my God, it's another one this week. You know, and he used to get really annoyed at me, and rightly so. The thing is, the, the one thing is, yes, it's got to be done for entertainment. Yeah. Because, and this is this was my, this this was my thing to Daniel when he first started saying about doing a podcast, doing a, getting his his belief out there. And one of the things I said to Daniel, and he he will remember this. I said that you don't ever, you don't ever give money for someone's story. Okay? Yeah. Because yeah. the the thing is, if people start doing it for that, then. It, it it gives a bit of a it's a bit dubious isn't it you know yeah. they, there's a reason for them doing it yeah. and i was trying to get across to daniel that the fact that this is a tv program now i you know i've never seen an episode but i know the format right yeah uh, and i always compare it to me i'm a musician and when x factor was out uh, all the musicians hated it yeah now my view on it is 
yes, I see what they mean, but it's getting kids involved in music because when they yeah. were going into school, they would know who won on X Factor, the songs that they sang. When it was Rock Week, they heard about ACDC and Led Zeppelin. So, you know, yeah. it was to me, it does good. Uh, but as long as the people watching it know that that's not the end of the yeah, yeah. Exactly. Mm. So there's yeah. an entertainment point of it. So Daniel has always <laughs> start, he, it got him involved in it. Yeah. It got him interested, and now look where he is. So exactly. It, yeah. It, it, so it has its good points, but I'm really pleased that Daniel knows that there is a oh, massive yeah. amount of production behind it. There's a massive yeah. amount of money money going yeah. into it. Mm. Awesome, yeah, good answer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but Steve, I tell you what, Steve, I, I, I'm really, I'm really pleased we got to chat today because I know it's been yeah, a bit of a, a, you know, our calendars never really matched up. If it'll be, I would love to have mm. you back on if Daniel's all right, so we can catch up yeah. with you again oh, yeah. to see, yeah. to see yeah. where yeah. we are yeah. going down the, down yeah. the yeah, can I just say as well yeah. if, if you if you do a you know a convention as well next yeah. year, then you know I have absolutely no issue at all you know, right, yeah. coming down and, and having a chat with people as well like you say if, if people have had the the experience oh, that the, what i have you know please put them in touch you know and if anybody wants to come out to where i had my experience then absolutely please say, you know, um, get in touch. say steve i will i will speak to my team member that's up there i need to yeah. confirm exactly who is nearest to you um and and uh, and obviously we're doing other cases as well but if i can get some to you i will i will mate and Perfect, i will yeah. um and if you stay in contact then Absolutely. then yeah uh, then we can definitely um definitely keep going and, and i'm I will... sure i know knowing daniel there's going to be another event at some point yeah yeah. So, so definitely so yeah so we would love to have you down and uh, yeah anything that i can yeah well. anything that i can help with you know please oh, let me that's, know. that's an amazing yeah. story steve i honestly it's, it's been uh, such a pleasure, pleasure to talk to you pleasure amazing so um if i say to everyone in the comments and everyone watching um if you guys wanted to ask steve a question um or or kind of have a chat to him you're more than welcome to reach out to him individually or or you can go through us and we will get those questions over to you or you can comment in the comments but until then guys don't please don't forget to subscribe to our youtube and our podcast um and guys keep searching and stay mythical thank you so much guys and we do we shall see you soon Thank you for listening to the mythical legends podcast for more information check out our facebook group The truth is out there.